friends, welcome to Find Your Career Coding Podcast, dedicated to helping you find your next step outside of university by learning about different roles in different industries from the professionals themselves. So I'm so excited. We have the Females in Finance series. And in this episode, I have Linda Esilaba from Barclays Bank. Welcome to the show, Linda. Hello, hello. Would you tell us um, about your background and how you got to Barclays? Okay, so I'll start with a quick career and education journey. Um, I studied electronic and electrical engineering in uh, Loughborough University. And during my university years, I did a couple of internships, um, one at Goldman, one at Nomura, and one at Google. I think this was quite key in helping me shape my, uh, my career choices. So to anyone out there who is in your first year or second year, do try and get a summer internship, a spring internship. Yeah, Yeah, so spring internships are usually um, a week or two, and they're a great um, bite-sized insight into into finance. Absolutely, and I actually met Linda during my Barclays spring week, which (laughs) was super fun, and we bonded over how we both did Goldman as well. (laughs) I know, I know. Yeah, so with spring internships, just to give you a bit of um, history or background about my journey, um, I hadn't really worked before getting into a spring internship, but the beauty of a spring internship is that you're not expected to know everything. Um, you're just expected to show that you're passionate about the area that you're going into. So I was going into technology, and the reason I wanted to do technology was because I'd done some research, and I understood that technology has a huge impact on the profit profitability of a bank so if you have better technology then you can execute trades quicker which means that you can make more money yeah how it's done exactly i didn't know but Mm. when i was interviewing i showed that i'd done my background research i had an idea of the skills that we needed yeah and i was able to show the passion through that and did you do other things while you were at university that could have helped support your application when you first you know, did your spring? Yeah, definitely. So I would say you you will get asked the the, the general questions about working in a team, um, dealing with the you know difficult teammates, so being proactive. So what I did during my university years was I was involved in quite a lot of um, extracurricular stuff because yes, everyone will have well generally people who do apply have good grades right so you need to do things that show that you're that that make you stand out essentially Mm. so i was um well is it co-chair or president of a a society yeah so this was a a student liaison um, committee Mm -hmm. where we were the voice of our department to to senior managers in 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 the in the course so we were like constantly giving feedback on how we we think things could improve and we were a team so it it Mm. involved working with a lot of different students taking that feedback and conveying it to to um our department leads and and driving change through that so that was an example of teamwork or even if you just play a sport like if you're into football for instance when you're in the soccer field Mm -hmm. like you you it shows that you're you're working together as a team so having more than just oh you know if imagine you go to an interview and all you can do is talk about your coursework when they tell you uh, give me an example of this give me an example of that it can get a bit boring yeah so you want to be memorable and the more examples of things that you do outside of of education obviously you have to be um you know top of your top tier in, yeah in, in the work that you do but it helps if you if you show your personality to your other passions 
So let's trace back um, on your journey so far. So you did your spring week at Goman, Nomura. And Google. And Google. So these are quite different. So Goman yeah. and Nomura was, was finance and Nomura was... Sorry, wait. Nomura <laughs> and Goman were finance. Wait, Nomura and Goman were finance. <laughs> and Google was a tech company. Yeah. So the reason mm-hmm. I did both was I, I did engineering. So yeah. I, I, I had the option to mm-hmm. either go into tech or go into finance. And I didn't know what would, um, what would suit me. And I think what drove me to finance was just the environment. Mm-hmm. I'm the sort of person that needs to be pushed. Yes, you told me about or, this. <laughs> or works, or works well under pressure, yeah. right? That's the, the smart way of saying it. I work well under pressure. And um, although I did love Google, mm-hmm. the caliber of people that I saw in, in finance and in my internships mm-hmm. um, just made me realize that, okay, if I start my career here, I will form very good habits early mm-hmm. i'll be stretched and i'll be pushed to to do my best mm-hmm. and then later on because you know i think working in in tech is right now tech is a hot thing right yeah it, it drives a lot of change and you can um you, you can see the impact it does so that that is probably somewhere i would want to go later on in my career but i as a strategic in quotes choice <laughs> i i decided to pursue a career in in finance yeah so where did you do your summer internship and you know what made you eventually settle for well not settle but you know get to Barclays yeah. and stay here so the the culture in in Goldman Nomura and Google were completely different and I remember reading about you know interview questions and mm-hmm. one of them was what do you what what do you think about the culture of the bank mm-hmm. and I didn't really understand what that meant yeah but working in the different industries I was able to see culture come to life mm-hmm. right so being an american bank government had its own culture versus nomura which was japanese mm-hmm. and it was more more relaxed um and i wanted something that wasn't too relaxed but also not too intense yeah and barclays was the good middle mm-hmm. so i interned here um in the summer mm-hmm. and i absolutely loved it i loved um what... which um division so i interned in, in technology yep in technology in um yeah i i did a, a project management role oh cool yeah, yeah. so again um, as i said not, probably not here but <laughs> in the previous podcast yeah um <laughs> having different internships allows you to learn more about mm-hmm. the industry so just the same way reading about the culture mm. uh, and and working you you get that experience when you actually work in different areas there's so much that you could do so in tech there was the option to be a project manager mm-hmm. to be a business analyst to be a developer yeah to be support so there's so many different roles that mm-hmm. you could do which you didn't necessarily have to um have the same skill set for mm. so I know people who interned with me this summer that did um, sociology. Yeah. So it, it's right down my alley. Yeah. It doesn't really, <laughs> I mean, the depending on what role you mm. do, it's the skills that matter. So I, I've met a trader before who did history. I, I sit on the trading floor now and there's a, a lady that's studied psychology. Yeah. It's, it's she's great. in sales. Yeah. It's really great because yeah. I think a lot of people think or... For me, anyway, when I talk, whenever I talk to girls, we always feel that they always feel that they can't touch a certain role because yeah. of their degree. And I'm like, no, they don't. They honestly don't care about your degree. Yeah. You just have to show that you know you have the skill set of you know being able to work under pressure. Yep. And, 
in a team yeah and do your best and be passionate about your work yeah and what is there right now as well is all these different things that you can do to get exposure to different roles so for instance i know there's like trading games online that you can play or um, you can have your own portfolio uh, like a pretend portfolio dealing mm. with with fake money but like real worldwide situations mm -hmm. so if you do things like that um and you're in an interview and you're talking about oh why are you interested in trading or why yeah. are you interested in technology like you could teach yourself coding these days right yeah definitely. so having those um experiences which is available for everyone but shows that you're proactive will definitely put you ahead and so moving forward now from your what what kind of like the top things that you've learned in your internship, in your summer internship, as I know a lot, a lot of our listeners would be thinking, you know, how do I become a good intern? How yeah. do I actually convert? I know a lot of people were always thinking ahead and being like, okay, at the end of these 10 weeks, I need to yeah. have that envelope saying that I have the graduate job. So what were your um, top tips? I would, I think the first tip would be to be proactive. Be proactive. There's a, as an intern, you have a lot of opportunities. So they organize um, sessions with senior people in the different areas. Um, they give you, like with, with Barclays specifically, we had a lot of um, speaker sessions so that we can learn more about the Barclays culture and also what the, the company, the, the key things that, that we're driving um, and just different exposure to different industries uh, or different um, areas of, of the bank. But we also had um, an, a meet the md and director initiative mm -hmm. where we were encouraged to reach out to i think it was six or ten mds or directors and learn about their journey and their careers and a lot of times you know for for some people they they chose to just stick within the area that they were in mm -hmm. um but i because i was in tech i met people in compliance mm -hmm. in risk and like finance just so i can get a broader view mm -hmm. and i think that really served me well later on when i yeah. came back as a grad because it meant that my network was much larger and you find out that your network is your net yeah. net worth right because yeah. then you find out about opportunities to the people that yeah. you know and then you know a lot of the times just knowing that certain roles exist Mm. You know, I wouldn't have known that if I hadn't allowed myself to, to meet different people and be proactive in, in, in that in that sense. Um, the second tip I would say is um, be seen. Mm. Because just as, as you're given opportunities to meet these people, sometimes it can be tempting not to ask a question yes. or, or not to... Um, you know, raise your hand and, yeah. and, and, and say what's on your mind and give an opinion. So I would recommend that people, because you've given a schedule beforehand, you know mm -hmm. who is coming or what area they're in. So just do some research about that yes. particular area. Or even in the session, listen. Yeah, thinking <laughs> and, back, yeah, into my spring week here, I used to have like three three things at the, at the end of the day. I need to have asked three questions. Yes. Like that was a daily goal. <laughs> Yeah, just so people know that you know so what if the other interns are like oh god like, you know, she's asking <laughs> yeah. another question but your name you yeah. have to like stand up say your name what you studied yeah. what year you're in and then you keep repeating it people are just gonna know who you are it's gonna be memorable <laughs> so you need to be seen ask those questions yeah. or don't ask like you know some questions can be found on google or like some questions can just be like yeah, the cringy questions yeah the cringy <laughs> questions try not to ask the cringy questions try to ask like real you know, questions that other people can also benefit from. So I'd, I'd, I'd recommend ask questions, be proactive. And then I think my final one is um, form good relationships. 
because I think what I did really well as well was um, if I met somebody and I clicked, I always followed up. Mm. So you can always like, you know, sometimes you can have a conversation with somebody and you just really want to find out more about what they're doing or you're interested in, in knowing about um, certain areas. You should just, uh, I think if you use your relationship well, you can gain so much knowledge. So mm-hmm. as a as a intern, I found I think I, I think it's the same everywhere, right? People generally like don't mind giving half an hour to an intern to explain about their journey yeah. and to explain about why they chose this. So by forming relationships and finding out about people's journey, you can make better decisions about about your choices. And I also found that by, you know, sometimes I would like, for instance, with technology, I was in a project management role, but I didn't know anything about support. So I spoke to a project manager and I was like, oh, I really want to find out more about support. Who can I talk to? And then she connected me to someone else. Mm. So just through that relationship and maintaining a good relationship, you can have more opportunities, learn more, and just you know, have a, a better experience. I think that's a really interesting point. So your technology internship in a bank yeah. um, wasn't actually you just coding, you know? No. It's very different. Wrong. I think most people shy away from doing a technology internship because they just think it's you're going to be developing. Yeah, I, I thought that initially. Yeah. So I did, um, when I started you know, trying to learn about finance, I joined SEO. Mm-hmm. So there was this first year of, fast track program yes i did that too yeah it, it was great <laughs> good yeah. because i i was passionate about tech but i was also thinking mm, you know do i really want to be a developer mm. you know i like talking to different people yeah. i like organizing things i'm very organized and i like building relationships mm-hmm. so i don't know if i just want to be sitting and focusing on on one particular thing i, I like to do varied stuff so we had a, a speaker session and somebody came in and he was um, speaking about his journey and he was in tech. Mm. And I remember asking uh, asking him about the different roles within tech. Yeah. And if, uh, you know, what kind of skill sets are required for those. And then he mentioned, um, you know, project management mm-hmm. or or um, software roles like um, PMO roles, so yeah. portfolio management. Mm. And, you know, with, with those roles, you, you do, it does help if you understand the technical aspect of things so mm-hmm. you, with, with project management you need to be able to macro. to to know how long it will take the developer mm-hmm. to do things or some of the challenges in in the work so that you can plan properly so it helps if you have knowledge for it but there are certain skills which a developer might not have so in terms of like driving change i found that in a lot of the projects that i've managed i've been the one who sees the bigger picture because everyone mm-hmm. is focused on their this the certain um deliverables or their certain mm-hmm. tasks but you always need somebody to be like okay mm. this is what we're working on when when is it going to be delivered what are the challenges raising any risks to some of the management on on the key things that people need to be aware of so you need somebody to drive that forward and although it is in a technical space there's certain skills which not everyone has mm-hmm. yeah and what kind of what made you then decide to go on to do the graduate scheme at Barclays and not look elsewhere? So, and yeah, just cast your mind back um, I, to what your first day was like, yeah. What you know, how you how decided was, in the end. I can't even remember how my first day was. I'm not that old, I promise. 
I think I really just enjoyed the group of people that I that I interned yeah. with. Like we had a great time, yeah. and Barclays also organized quite a lot of um, socials. The freebies well. are great as well. Yeah, great freebies <laughs> and great socials. So by the end of the internship, I felt like we were a, a family, quotes right, like so, like a Barclays family, mm. and I just had a great time. I had a great experience. I met some really good people and. I loved the culture here. Mm-hmm. So when I was given the offer, I just thought, why why not, right? Mm-hmm. I've had a fantastic experience. I'd rather take the offer than continue looking for something and focus on my getting a, a great grade in my, my, my degree. Because Absolutely. looking for an internship or a job can be a whole module. Full-time job. I remember <laughs> in my, in my degree... Job. Like the time it takes to, you know, apply for roles, do the SHL test, practice for the interviews, Mm -hmm. it can be so, um, it's long. (laughs) It's long. Yeah, in short, it's long. All final years will completely be nodding their heads right now. (laughs) So in final year, I would have rather not focused on on finding a job. So when I got my my Barclays offer, I I enjoyed the company. I loved the experience. So I thought, why not? And what was the graduate scheme like as a, you know, it's rotational, of course. Yeah. So within technology, what was it like? So in, when I joined, I think the graduate scheme has changed now, mm-hmm. but it was a year. So mm-hmm. within that year, you do two six-month rotations. Mm-hmm. And my first role, my first rotation was in project management because mm-hmm. I knew that's what I wanted to do mm-hmm. um, and what I was, uh, I was good at, right? But in my second, second rotation, I decided to do something completely different because I think the beauty of being a, you know, an intern or a grad is that there's no expectation. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously you have to do well, right? But you're not expected to know yeah. how to model something, right? Or, or to have a 50 years experience behind you. So you can do something new. Mm-hmm. You can like start from scratch, from, from scratch, like from, from zero essentially. So I decided to do a, a support role, which was a great experience, <laughs> but I knew it wasn't for me afterwards. Yeah. Um, with my support role, I was working on, I was working with the front office, mm-hmm. so it was higher pressure, yeah. uh, but also the style of working was different to projects. So with projects, you have your, um, your deliverables, mm-hmm. which... You know, if I if I know I have a deadline tomorrow, I can stay up late and make sure that I get it done or come in really early so yeah. I manage my time. Whereas with support, it was very much dependent on whether or not an issue would arise. Right. So you always had to be available. You're always on call. Yeah, always on call. And it's a, more of a reactive role. Mm. And I did learn a lot of skills in being reactive mm-hmm. because just the way in which you solve problems you never know what issue you're going to get, mm-hmm. but there's structured ways in which you can approach things. So that that side of thinking was, I think, quite valuable because when I went into my next role, mm-hmm. which was a change role, um, it was useful mm-hmm. because, you know, I think a lot of times in, in finance, you're not given a solution, right? You have to, to find it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, having a varied experience helped me, I think, just decide what to do going forward as well and just allowed me to see what else is out there brilliant yeah so in terms of um 
your proudest moment? This is always my favorite question so far. What has been a moment that has been truly special for you? <laughs> the the more I hear that question, the heavier it is. <laughs> what has been a special proud moment? You got nominated by a bank a banking award. Oh yeah. The, the, okay, the women in banking and finance yeah. um, nomination. Uh, that was. That was um, something I didn't expect. Yeah. Um, but I think the proudest moment was quite personal. Mm. So I I always try to do things. I always try and say yes to mm. opportunities. Mm. So like today you asked me to do this. I didn't even <laughs> know the details for it. And I was just like, yep, why not, right? But usually whenever I'm presented an opportunity, I say yes. You're a yes girl. Because <laughs> you just, yeah, why not? And it, yeah. it, it allows you to experience new things. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember writing uh, my goals one year. Mm. And I had said yes to Toastmasters. Yeah. So somebody um, that I work with had invited me along to a Toastmasters meeting, which is... You, inv- you, I, you helped me crash one. <laughs> the Toastmasters is presentation and public speaking classes. Yeah. And I went along just because it sounded interesting and I really enjoyed it. And some of the speakers I saw were amazing. Yeah. And the president, she was just like... Uh, an example of what it is to be eloquent, to have yeah. gravitas. She had great presence, and I was just like, "Wow!" You it, know, it's really hard, Toastmasters. When I did that it workshop is. with you, it's not easy because it's just things that people are like public speaking. No one wants to be at the front of the room yeah. and being looked at. Mm. <laughs> while they no matter how confident you are, yeah, it's, it's just something that's unnatural. So I looked at the president, and I was just like, "Wow!" You know, one day I want to be like that, mm. and. As I was writing my goals one particular year, I'd been in Toastmasters for a while, and I just put, eh, be president of Toastmasters. <laughs> and that year, I was elected president, Yay. and it was just one of those things where it was just like, is this actually happening? Yeah. It's, it's a small thing because, you know, not everyone knows what Toastmasters is, mm. but I think it was a proud moment for me because I didn't think that I could do it. Yeah. I just put it on my list just because it's something that I wanted. Yeah. But I think it just proved to 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 me that sometimes you just have to go for things, even yeah. if you don't believe it or if you don't um, have the confidence, right? You should just attempt them and, and go for it. It's definitely a great initiative. I really like Toastmasters. I think it really, it really helps you in all sorts of situations. And also, it's great that you have time for it. You really make time for it because you go after work. <laughs> yeah, so you, I had to, to do this after work every two weeks. And I also yeah. had a committee that yeah. I was leading. I had a budget. And Toastmasters is worldwide. So yeah. there's so many clubs within Canary Wharf. There's over 10 clubs. Yeah. South London, who knows? Like, Definitely, let's plug Toastmasters. So it's, it's, it's huge. Great. It's huge. So to, to be leading a club in you know a prominent area such as Kanye Wharf was not mm. a small task and I think within within you know the year that I led the club I'll, it, it grew the members um, had such a great experience I got such good feedback I got to meet a lot of different people yeah and I also grew as a as a speaker mm. so I I would definitely recommend that as as something that everyone should do join a Toastmasters definitely. club near you um, but it was also just um, a proud moment because, you know, public speaking is not something that I enjoyed or yeah. I loved. But to get to 
lead and be president of of a club yeah was um, really great was something that i enjoyed so moving on now where would you envision your career in the next five to ten years <laughs> hopefully still at barclays <laughs> um five to ten years so I, I think a lot, a lot has changed in terms of what I want mm-hmm. in the last five to ten years. Yeah. And now I have a, a clear idea of where I want to go. Mm-hmm. But I think what I, I hope to still be doing in five to ten years is taking risks. Yeah. Because it's very easy to stay in your comfort zone mm-hmm. and to stay and, and do things that you're good at. Mm-hmm. But the moment you do that, sometimes it means that you're not growing. Yeah. So when you're comfortable, you're not stretching yourself or you're not learning new stuff because you know everything. Right? Yeah, exactly. So you know, I hope that in, in five, ten years, uh, I want to continue learning. I want to continue pushing myself, being uncomfortable, feeling like an imposter, you know, <laughs> because that's the only way that yeah. you can be better and you can, you can grow. So... In, in that aspect, I know that that's definitely what I want to do. Yeah. But career-wise, um, role-wise, you know, there's so much that finance has to offer. Definitely. And, you know, there will probably be a role in five years' time that doesn't exist now. Mm, exactly. <laughs> so I just want to be open to, to new opportunities and to taking risks. Yay, thank you so much for that. That you've been super helpful. Oh, thank, thank you so you. much for your time and for letting me into Barclays again. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for, for having me. This is a great initiative, so well done. If you got to the end of this episode and feel like you want to find your career calling, check out fycareercalling.com where I can help you gain clarity and confidence in your next step. If you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to like, subscribe and share it with a friend. Because friends, life is too short. Find what you love.